Now, today is the Feast of the Epiphany, the 12th day of Christmas in this country, also traditionally known as Nolagnamon, Women's Christmas. In previous generations, the day was an important date in the calendar when men took over the housework for 24 hours while women had some time to relax. While this aspect of Epiphany has been largely discarded, our next guest says that the day highlights a significant gender inequality issues that persist in modern Ireland. Dr Mary McAuliffe is Director of Gender Studies at University College Dublin. A very good afternoon to you, Dr McAuliffe, and thanks for talking to us on the programme. Uh, not at all, and happy Nolignamon to all your listeners <laughs> you. out there. Um, this is a day of celebration, so perhaps we might begin with what has been achieved, what women and men, perhaps as well, can celebrate in terms of greater gender e- equality over the last couple of decades. Well, of course, there there has been a huge movement towards gender equality in Ireland over the last uh, decades, and, and as we are, uh, you know, celebrating one or commemorating 100 years of the Irish state um, this year, um, it is important to recognise that uh, a lot has changed since uh, the state was set up, and, and a state in which women were very much second-class citizens. However, that did not really begin to change until second-wave feminism in the 70s and on into the 80s, uh, and not without uneven progress. You could say, yes, all the legislation is in place for gender equality, but the, um, the the detail of it all shows that there are significant gaps still remaining in what women need to, to achieve to uh, get full equality. But yes, we, we, we have equal pay and uh, equal access to the workplace and all that sort of thing, and that is fantastic. And I think you also make the point that the pandemic, the last two years, has really thrown into quite sharp relief some of those challenges, those issues that remain to be tackled? Absolutely. The devil is in the detail, as always, with this. And COVID has shown in almost all areas of work, particularly, uh, that women, uh, when when the system comes under stress, and you have to remember, and and the listeners have to remember, we continue to live in what is essentially a patriarchal society. Uh, We've tinkered around the edges for inclusion and equality for women. But the, the, the actual fundamentals underpinning a patriarchal society have not changed. So when that comes under stress, like something like a global pandemic uh, and child care is under stress and education is under stress and health care and elder care and that devolves back into the home uh, well then you find that women uh, and their caring duties are, are, are exponentially increased again and studies are beginning to show that in almost all areas of work women are, are going backwards in terms of achievements, in terms of access to the workplace, in terms of, you know, what is now called the great resignation of people mm. leaving the workplace. A huge majority of those how are women. How much of this co- comes back to the way we make decisions um, and the extent to which not just women's voices are heard, but that women are at the top table. They're involved in making those decisions. Now, we know there are enormous deficits in women, women's reputa- representation in politics in business, in other areas of life as well. How, do, how does that get tackled? Well, it, it's fundamental that if you don't have a voice at the table, uh, your needs and your expectations and your requirements are not going to be heard or not going to be heard loudly enough or amplified at that table. And therefore, any policies resulting from that uh, will not take into account the needs of specific groups, whether that is um, based on class, uh, or on gender or on race, 
Uh, but in the case of COVID, if you look at the, even the imagery over the last two years of, of the meetings of NEFIS, of the government meeting NEFIS, uh, of all those uh, areas in which these decisions were taken, the majority of those photographs show men all men at the table, or maybe one or two women with 10 or 12 men, you know. Uh, and so the female voice and the female experience and uh, the needs of women are not being heard at that table. Uh, and I think one thing that brought it home to me is the fact that the big... Uh, um, recommendation was that people shelter in place during COVID, that you go back into the home. The home was a safe space. But for many women, that home is not a safe space. And we have seen a huge rise in domestic violence through the COVID pandemic. And this has been uh, put out in research studies by uh, organisations like Women's Aid or Safe Mm -hmm. Ireland. Uh, And so that safe space isn't the home. And yet our, our, our political masters keep telling us that we need to be in the home. All right, well, uh, plenty more to discuss uh, and we will return to this, but uh, Mary McAuliffe, we'll leave it there for the moment and wish you and uh, uh, and all our listeners uh, a very happy uh, Nolik Namon, wherever you may be.